0: Hello, this is Iris Carden. Welcome to the podcast that accompanies the iriscardenauthor.net website. Family Lies, Chapter 20, Revelation. Chapter of Work in Progress by Iris Carden. Emily woke up in her own bed feeling groggy. Jenny was sitting in the armchair beside the bed. I persuaded Dr Thompson to come here and treat you, she said. Both she and I know how much you hate hospitals. The shock from the blast knocked you out, but the doc gave you a sedative to keep you relaxed while we patched you up. You've got a couple of deep cuts that needed stitches, but mostly it's just minor cuts that we had to make sure there was no glass in and dress them. That poor security guy, Emily said. Yeah, he wasn't so lucky. There wasn't anything anyone could do for him. I said hello to him this morning. It was just a normal thing. Then he died working to protect me. And he did. If you had been closer to the bomb when it went off, you would have died too. And the family? Is everyone okay? I told them you needed to rest and banned them from the room. The door opened slightly and a small head appeared around it. I heard talking. Is Grandma awake? Can we see her now? Yes, Emily answered. Three small girls excitedly ran into the room and jumped into the bed beside Emily. They were shortly followed by Emily's daughters and son-in-law who had heard the girls excited chatter. This is too crowded, Jenny insisted. You're right, we should go down to the lounge room where we'll all fit more comfortably, Emily said. She kissed each small child and told everyone she would dress and join them downstairs. Jenny helped her change into fresh clothes carefully avoiding pulling or putting pressure on any of the many dressings. What happened to Jack? Emily asked. He wasn't far away when it went off. Far enough to not be here when the police arrived, Jenny answered. Much as Emily hated it, she allowed Jenny to put her in a wheelchair to take her in the lift down the stairs to the lounge room. The the whole family was there, including her mother. Emily tried to make light of the situation. I guess I need to call the glazier back in. I've already called, Steve said. I hope you don't mind. Mind? Of course not. She reflected, not for the first time, that she was a grateful Alana had married a man as unlike Jack as it was possible to be. She looked around the room, relieved to see that everyone looked fine, if worried. Jenny helped her move, to one of the armchairs with the electric lift. Elsie was already in the other. As soon as Emily was settled, the three grandchildren joined her in the chair. No crowding your grandmother, she's sore, Jenny commanded. Her tone of voice would allow no argument. The girls stood beside the chair instead. Emily suggested they go and grab some pillows and use them to sit on the floor next to her chair. Once they'd left the room looking for suitable pillows, Emily asked, what have the police said? Surely Jack didn't leave the bomb by himself. Have the police caught Henry? Oh no, Elsie answered. The police won't catch Henry, Henry's gone. Grandma, we're talking about the other Henry, Jodie said gently. Henry won't come back ever, Elsie said firmly. I had to do it, he was a threat to little girls. He won't hurt my little Emily. You had to do what? Emily asked, afraid of the answer. Oh, hello, dear. Who are you? Elsie asked. No, of course there wouldn't be an answer. Before dementia set in, Elsie would never have told her anything about her father. Since dementia began, Emily had learned so much that she hadn't wanted to know. But could she believe her mother had killed her father? Was that too much to accept? Kim interrupted her thoughts. Detective Carstairs said to call you when you were awake. She needs to come and talk to you. Shall I call now or do you want a break first? Call her, I guess. I'll have time for coffee before she gets here. Kim went to make the call. Alana said, Mum, we've been talking and would like to continue to stay here until Henry and Dad, I guess, are securely locked away. You still have better security than any of us. I'm always happy to have you all here, Emily said. I just wish the circumstances were better. Do you think Dad knew he was delivering a bomb? Jodie asked. I mean, I refused to answer his phone call and Alana told him to bugger off and Kim. It's not your fault. None of it is. Who knows what Henry told Jack about that parcel? We all know Jack is easily manipulated by men he thinks are smarter than him. And Henry, he's completely off his rocker. No amount of facts or reasoning would get through to him. He's just not in touch with the real world. Steve took the children to the home cinema to watch a movie. Jenny took Elsie back to her room for her afternoon nap. That left Emily with her three daughters when Detective Carstairs arrived. I do need to interview you alone, the detective said, but while you're all here, I can tell you that we have Jack in custody. Once he was told that we had him for murder and that all of his children and grandchildren were in the house he blew up, he gave us a location for Henry. Unfortunately, Henry wasn't there. So Jack thinks he killed us. He'll find out soon enough that you all survived, but for now we're going to let him stew. I hope you find Henry soon. In the meantime, we have something else to tell you about. Something my mother said makes it appear that... Emily found she couldn't say the words. Grandma implied that she killed her husband, Alana said. Do you have any details where the body might be? Detective Carstairs asked. Roses, Emily said quietly and found she was crying. Grandma says all the time that roses may always make her think of Henry. Jody said. She had a rose garden in the house I grew up in. Emily said, she would leave the, wouldn't leave the place until it became obvious, even to her, that she couldn't live on her own anymore. She looked after that rose garden so carefully. I always thought it was because she loved roses. Okay, I'll look into that. Now I'm going to give you a moment to compose yourself. And once you're ready, I'll get your statement about the explosion.